Welcome to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church in McKeesport, PA, the friendly church in the heart of town since 1885. We're located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport. We invite you to join us this Sunday for worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Our celebrant was the Reverend David Kinsey, and our musical director and organist was Georgia Labetta. Gospel of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, according to Matthew. When John the Baptist heard in prison what the Messiah was doing, he sent word by his disciples and said to them, Are you the one who is to come, or are we to wait for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, the lame walk. The lepers are cleansed, the deaf hear, the dead are raised, and the poor have good news brought to them. And blessed is anyone who takes no offense at me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds about John. What did you go out into the wilderness to look at? A reed shaken by the wind? What what then did you go out to see? Someone dressed in soft robes? Look. Those who wear soft robes are in royal palaces. What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is the one about whom it is written, See, I am sending my messenger ahead of you, who will prepare your way before you. Truly I tell you, among those born of women, no one has arisen greater than John the Baptist, yet the least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. Lord Christ.
seated, please. I love the beginning of the book of James that Jason read. It starts out, be patient. (laughs) Be patient. Today we have, uh, as we did last week, have been kind of looking at John the Baptist uh, and what he has been doing uh, to uh, the people at the time uh, as, as he was preparing to baptize uh, Jesus. It was interesting that this unknown person came out dressed in rather uh, uh, obscure garb, if you would. Uh, he probably looked like a wild man, and I, I don't know why anybody would go to the River Jordan to watch this guy, but something about him that attracted the people, and of course he called him snakes and vipers, and why are you here? And, and for the other ones, he said, you are being baptized, and we're going to cleanse you from your sin. And then all of a sudden, Jesus shows up. And there was kind of like an argument between the two, between John and Jesus. Uh, John uh, said to Jesus, I want you to baptize me, and Jesus said, no, no, no. Uh, you are going to baptize me. Uh, and, and that ended it, and of course Jesus won out. Uh, but uh, as I get to my, later in my message, uh, I'm going to tell you something that I find very fascinating with regard to John the Baptist. Uh, in the meantime, I, as I have said before, I have told people that you, if you really believe uh, and if you are obedient, Uh, You are a child of God and you're God's masterpiece. I believe that every child that is born is God's masterpiece. That does not mean they stay as his masterpiece. Uh, I can't imagine that man who attacked that that, uh, nun in, I think it was Green Tree. I can't imagine him being God's masterpiece. I can't imagine the 18 people that are murdered every day in Chicago as God's masterpiece. People that have fallen away from the Lord and have fallen an evil path. But for those who are obedient, and I hope everyone here is, you are John the Baptist. You have the ability to be John the Baptist. Not that you're going to go to some river and baptize people, but to touch their hearts as John the Baptist touched all of ours, as he touched Jesus. I want to say that uh, I received a phone call the other day, uh, yesterday, from uh, Mary Jane. Mary Jane was married to Roy, and Roy was good friends of Peggy and mine, and, uh, and we did a lot of things together. Uh, they were just fine, fine people, and Roy passed. And uh, I didn't know at the time, uh, because I don't, I don't become a pastor to somebody because I want to be famous. Uh, I, I want to be a pastor to her because she had lost a man she loved so much. Uh, and every time we would see Mary Jane, we just saw her at a, at a Christmas party the other day, she would always come up to us and hug us and say, thank you. Thank you for all you've ever done for me. And, and I, I have to think, well, what did I do uh, except be a pastor to you? Uh, she told me about a gentleman, which is her brother, by the name of Bill. Bill lives in California. And about four or five years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, she, she kind of told me about her brother having all this cancers in his body, tumor in the brain. I mean, just one bad news after the other. Uh, and lo and behold, um, she called me and she said, you're not going to believe this. My brother Bill 
is completely free of cancer. And I, 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 I got choked up because somehow her prayer was answered from somewhere. And she attributes the prayer that I gave to her because of Bill a long time ago. I'm going to tell you a confession right now. If you come up to me and say to me, would you pray for, and then name someone, his brother, sister, cousin, neighbor, whatever, that's having some difficulty, I will ask you their name, and then I will make sure that they are on my personal prayer list. Now, the confession is this. Sometimes I don't remember the name. And so when I talk to God, he and I have this great conversation together all the time. I say, God, you know, you told me, I try to remember this person's name. You know the name. You've got to help me out. Make sure we pray for him. That's when you become John the Baptist. To have someone come up to me or you and say thank you for your prayers. Uh, there was a fascinating story that... Uh, about remember now you don't remember this the lamplighters uh, before they had electricity uh, they had a guy in town there was a lamplighter and he would go when it got dusk and he would light the oil lamps down the sidewalk see to get this little narrow narrow pathway and I read this wonderful story about this one lamplighter that was blind and he lit the lights in on that street every night. You see, what he was doing, he was playing John the Baptist. He was providing you a light that he himself has never seen. You can provide a light for somebody that someone may not be able to see, but you can turn on the switch. Another story that's similar to that is there were two men in his hospital room, and there was a wall between the two beds. They could neither one get out of bed. And the gentleman that looked out the window told his friend in the next bed what was going on. By the door, could only could see the, the doorway and see the nurses going up and down. And so he would say... Wow, it's a beautiful day. The sun's shining and the birds are out. And so he would describe what he knew was on And he heard, and so he would tell what was happening outside. And this went on for a long time. Unfortunately, the gentleman who was next to the window died. And as they were taking his body out, from that room, the guy looking out the doorway thought, who is going to tell me what's outside? Who's going to tell me what the like? The sun is up. It's snowing. And so he had this problem with a nurse's aide. And she says, I'm, I don't know what I'm going to do without the knowledge that he gave me. And she looked at him almost quizzically and said, I don't know how he told you that. He was blind. You see, he saw something and he made it work. He developed a story about something that happened so he could satisfy 
his friend. We can be John the Baptist. Now the interesting thing about John the Baptist, and this is what this is what it took me long to understand this. John the Baptist had Jesus in the river, and he saw the face of God, and he touched the face of God. Now I'm something. My mother, when I look at my mother, I saw the face of God. There are people in your life, I can promise you, that when you look at them, you see the face of God. Simply by the way they act, the way they become John the Baptist, the way they loved you. You know, if you've ever been a Sunday school teacher, if you've ever been a teacher in a a classroom, in a school system, if you've ever taught, you've taught people to love, to respect, to have dignity. And you know something? You never know whose lives you've touched for a long time. In fact, perhaps never. And that's okay. But the thing about John the Baptist was that I found rather fascinating. He saw the face of God. He touched the face of God. And then because of his belief, John's belief, he was thrown into prison. And then he asked a rather interesting question. He heard about this guy, Jesus, who was the Messiah. And so he said to his disciples, John said to his disciples, go and ask him if he is the Messiah. He was there. He had him. And yet he wanted to find out, are you the Messiah? And John said, go and tell, or Jesus said, go and tell John. The lame walk. The lepers are healed. The deaf can now hear. The blind can now see. And that satisfied John. Sometimes we, we have difficulty being patient. Well, Dave, you don't know about my problems. No, I don't know about your problems. But you can change your life in a heartbeat. All you have to do is turn your life over to God. I'm not so sure I can do that. I might have to give up some of the things I like. That's the question. My mother, she saw all the turmoil and In because of all the ugliness this day. And so, leave this place today. I simply challenge you to be John the Baptist. Be that person that when people look at you, because, you know, because I know you, I know God. You will be remembered, and your character will go sky high. Not because you want to be famous but you want to be God-like. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for the challenges you give to each of us as we face life. And sometimes our lack of patience is overwhelming. And we simply need to just turn to you in a very special way, to be filled by your grace, to give our heart to you. I know that is an easy request is difficult to carry out. So gird our faith, gird our strength, and fill us with your grace. In precious name we pray. Amen.
You've been listening to a podcast from St. Stephen's Episcopal Church, located at the corner of Walnut Street and 8th Avenue in downtown McKeesport since 1885. We invite you to join us for Sunday worship at 8 a.m. or 10 a.m. For more information, visit our website at stephensmckeesport.com or find us on Facebook. Thank you for listening, and may God bless you.